Just turn to the person beside you. I tell that person, are you ready? Then the other person tell that person, linalamig ka ba? Malamig past the past few weeks, right? Ang lamig-lamig. You know, a blessed Sunday and uh, we, we are joyful that we are here today and we now in the last um, part of our series, Through the Waters, and I pray that the past weeks we have been challenged, encouraged as we face the brand new year. You know, the past weeks we've been talking about Through the Waters and last week we talked about the importance of praising God, worshiping God. And today will be the end of our series, Through the Waters. But before I go to the Word, let me ask you, who love quizzes? Tess. Taas kamay. Oh, Sarah, gusto mo? Who love tests and quizzes? Oh, mayroon sa likod. Remember, nag-aaral tayo sa Pilipinas? I remember when I was studying in the Philippines, yung teacher namin would say, papasok din, okay, take your paper. And then they will ask, remember? Take your paper. Ito ang tanong, and then you will answer. Then after that, you pass to your classmate. And then the classmate will check for you and mark for you. Who among you always perfect? Sinumbagsak, taas kamay. Simbahan to, you can tell the truth. So, I remember the time when each time papasok, alam ko may mga teacher na ganun. Bigla na lang magka-quiz. At alam mo kung sinong prepared o hindi. You know, alam natin kung sino ang may sagot o sino ay talaga nangungopya lang. But those quizzes sometimes surprise. And many of us don't like tests and quizzes. A few loves it. Sila yung palaging nag-aaral. Ako naglalaro at nanonood, nanonood ng bioman. Many of us don't like surprises unless it's a gift. What we desire in life is always to be comfortable, to be undisturbed, and to manage life. Yet, we know it is not possible. For there are times that suddenly events will disrupt our plans. Testings and trials would come to our life in the least expected way. Look at the scripture. Most of the great men of God that the Lord used mightily are gone through testing and trials. Abraham was tested when God told him to sacrifice his son. We also have Joseph who was sold by his brother to be a slave and then later, later became a prisoner. We have Gibeon. Gideon was tested. He was called by God to be a mighty warrior, but yet he was so afraid. He was so fearful. He was struggling by that calling to be a mighty warrior. He was tried and he was tested. David, the anointed king, he waited for years to become the, to sit on the throne. In those years, he was being tried and tested by God. The disciples in the New Testament, the disciples were persecuted while preaching the good news. Paul faced persecution. And you see his life, he was shipwrecked, he was um, stoned, and there's so much thing in his life. Yet those are trial and testing he faced. Even Jesus himself was tested when he was in the wilderness, tempted by the devil. Similar to all of us as Christians, Christians are not exempted. Sabi mo sa atabi mo, not exempted. But we will go to a seasons of trial and testing. And I pray that as we go to trial and testing in life, we will not panic. But instead, we will calmly trust God, knowing that He has a purpose in that season of our life. May God's testing, may we see God's testing as part of our spiritual growth, an opportunity for us to grow in our trust and obedience to God. A season in which our faith, our motives, our heart are being purified. Let me read to you Proverbs 17.3. It said, A crucible is for silver, and the furnace is for gold, and the Lord tests hearts. And the Lord tests heart. And many times, God would use trials and testing to test our heart. This year, I don't know, maybe God will test all of us. Kaya tanong mo sa katabi mo, ready ka ba? 
Oh, tahimik. I can promise, we can't, the scripture never promised a smooth life. Do you agree? He never, the scripture never promised, God never promised a smooth life. But He promised His presence. This year, if God will allow us to experience this, I pray that we'll be prepared. We'll be ready. I've titled this sermon, The Wilderness, The Place of Testing. And we'll be reading from Exodus chapter 15, 22 to 27. And once again, we will look into the life of Israel, how they journey and experience God in the midst of the wilderness. I invite all of us to stand as we read Exodus chapter 15, 22 to 27. Let's read together. Then Moses made Israel set out from the Red Sea, and they went into the wilderness of Sur. They went three days in the wilderness and found no water. When they came to Marah, they could not drink the water of Marah because it was bitter. Therefore, it was named Marah. And the people grumbled against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? And he cried to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a log, and he threw it into the water, and the water became sweet. There the Lord made for him a statute and a rule that there he tested them saying, If you will diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in His eyes and give ear to His commandments and keep all His statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you that I put on Egyptians, for I am the Lord your healer. Then they came to Elim, where there was twelve springs of water and seventy palms trees, and they encamped there by the water. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this morning that you have brought all of us, O God. I pray, Lord, as we look into your word, may you open our hearts and our ears. May we receive it, Lord, with joy and gladness. Panginoon, we don't know what lies ahead, what the future in front of us. But I pray, Lord, as we look into your word, your Holy Spirit will illuminate it so that we will live a life in faith and trusting you. That we will be prepared, Lord, recognizing the trial in testing, you have a purpose to build us up, to strengthen our faith, and to importantly, to grow deeper in our walk with you. So, Panginoon, take over this time as we look into your word. We desire to live a life that will glorify you. So, we thank you, O God. May you be lifted up today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I mentioned in the past week that God progressively revealed Himself to His people. That He progressively revealed Himself. In chapter 1 to 15, He revealed Himself to the Israelites as powerful. I mentioned again, Genesis, God interact with individuals, but in Exodus, He would interact with group of peoples to His nation. So Exodus chapter 1 to 15, He was introducing Himself as powerful. But in the following chapter or verses, God is now introducing Himself as the provider. In 15b, Exodus chapter 15b until 18. And let me show you that map that they have traveled. You know, as they parted the sea, the Israelite, as mentioned, from mounts, they have to travel to Mount Sinai where they would worship God. And let me show you that the, um, a simple map. They started here where the Red Sea is, where the, the Red Sea was split into two, the water. And their destination is Mount Sinai, where they would worship God. But in chapter 15 to 17, they will highlight few places where a special event happened, where they would encounter God. First place is at Marah. Second place is in the, at the wilderness of Sin. And the last place is at Reprimim. And they were going to this place. In order for them to reach the destination, they have to go through wilderness. And we know that their travel will not be easy. They will have to go through a desert with limited food and supply and water. And even before they will enter Mount Sinai, you will see that they will face uh, an army, the Amalekites. It is a great challenge for them to continue on. And the only thing that they can do, remember, these Israelites are not army. They are slaves. 
and they have no fighting experience. So they were walking, and the only thing that they can do is to put their faith in God who will provide, who will protect, who will sustain them during their journey. Sabi nila, ito ay about um, about 20, 40 days walk. 40 days. Sabi ko, wow. Mahirap din yun. They are to trust Him. They are to obey Him. I believe similar to our, our lives today. As we face the new year, as we enter February, in a couple of days we'll be facing entering February. It's a call for us to continue to trust God and obey our Lord. We are to remain steadfast to Him, no matter what happens. Sabi mo sa tabi mo, no matter what happens. But we all know that trusting God and obeying His Word is not easy. It's not an instant thing that a disciple or a follower of Jesus Christ have. It's not an instant characteristic of a disciple of Jesus Christ. It's a journey. Trusting and being obedient to His Word is an ongoing process of living and abiding by His Word and living in the Spirit by being faithful to His commandment even if you don't feel like it, even if you don't like it at all. Look at the text. I will just highlight. Go back home and read chapter 15 until 18. You see how God was showing Himself as provider and how the people, the Israelites, responded to them. As we look in our text, God allowed the Israelites to go to the wilderness. Why? To test them. To test them. Look at chapter 15. There the Lord made for them a statute and a rule, and there He tested them. Tested them, saying, if you will diligently listen to the voice of the Lord. Tested them. And the later chapter, chapter 16, it says, it repeated again. Then the Lord said to Moses, behold, I'm about to rain bread from heaven for you. Wow. Bread, huh? And the people shall go out and gather their portion every day that I may what? Test them wherever they will walk in my law or not. Imagine mo, bread talk na hulog sa ulo mo. Anong feel mo? Igising ka lang nandun na. That I may test them. You see, God tested the Israelites. And I believe God will test us too. God will test us too. You see, our faith is never remain untested. It's easy to explain what you believe. It's easy to explain what is obedience to God. But it's another thing that God will put you in a place where God will test you what you believe. Madali magturo. Ako nga, natatakot mag-preach nito eh. Kasi baka bukas dumating na eh. Testing will come. And as God's people, we have to prepare and build our faith in the Lord. And when God allows us to go through such testing, we must realize that God has no malicious intent. What He intends to do is to refine our character so that we may walk closely with Him, trusting Him, obeying Him, depending on Him. When the Lord allows us to go trial and testing, one is to, to refine our characters. When we are going through that maze of troubles and trial that seems meaningless, we don't understand Always remember that God is testing us so that we will mature in faith and grow in our obedience in Him. I found this quote. It says here, Obedience in the wilderness of our life proves that we're obeying God not merely because it's convenient, but because we are completely devoted in Him. Iba nagsuserve at sumusunod sa Diyos when everything is fine. Iba rin sumusunod sa Panginoon when everything is not doing well. You know, some of our friends have migrated to different countries 
And we should not judge them when their life is not going well. Some of them we judge, ah, pumunta kasi dyan sa bansang yan, ngayon, hirap ka. You hear that conversation? I heard that conversation. We judge them. But look at their life. In spite of the hardship they're going through, maybe it be going back to the Philippines or going to another place or migrated to another country, even though they are going through tough time, but yet they're serving the Lord. That's obedience. Nandito ka nga sa Singapore, comfortable ka nga, hindi ka na magsiserve. You know who's better? Who, what, what the Lord sees? A person who's suffering yet he's faithful in serving God or yet a person who's living a convenient life Tiktok, tiktok na lang. Nagbabash pa ng ibang tao, but not serving. Obedience. The Lord allow us to go to testing and trial. To change us, to prune us. To change our character. Therefore, never despise God's testing in our lives. For God testing exposes our condition. It reveals who we really are. Let me highlight a few things that's happened in, in the text, in the event. I hopefully go home and ponder on it. What is happening into the Israelite? And I mentioned the three places. At Mara, at the wilderness of sin, and there's another place. At Mara, what happened? It says here, when they came to Mara, they could not drink the water of Mara because it was bitter. Therefore, it was named Mara. Kawawa naman pag may anak kayong pangalan si Mara. Bitter. And the people grumbled against Moses saying, What shall we drink? You know how long they've been walking? Just three days? Three days lang. Basahin nyo. Three days lang. From the Red Sea, they just started to walk. And then after three days, they started complaining. Grumbling. Now, the text there grumbled. We don't know exactly why the water is bitter. Some say, some scholars said it's poisonous. Some said it's undrinkable. We don't know exactly why. But there is water in front of them. Baka ayaw lang nila lasa. Hindi ko alam. But you know how they responded? They just experienced a mighty move of God at the Red Sea. Ngayon, nakalimot na sila agad at tubig lang nag-complain na agad. They got grumbled. And then in chapter 16, while they were in the wilderness of sin, there's two parts of here. They began to complain again. It says here, and the whole congregation of the people of Israel, what? Grumbled again against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And the people of Israel said to them, would that we have died by the hands of the Lord in the land of Egypt when we sat at the meat of pots and ate bread to the full. For you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. After a number of days, they started to walk and they reached wilderness of sin. And then they begin to grumble again kasi hindi nila nakakain yung mga gusto nila. They became hungry. They complain. You see here, Going against Moses, they grumbled, they complained. They blame others, they blame Moses, they blame Aaron, they blame even God. Bakit nyo kami dilala dito? Para patayin? They begin to overthink, begin to exaggerate the situation. They even to think that, ano, papatayin nyo kami? Nakalimot sila na ang Diyos ay ang akin na lang Diyos ay nagsusupply. Andali na lang makalimot. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, ganyan ka ba? Madaling makalimot. Then they even compared. Sana, nandun pa ako sa Egypt. Masarap doon. Merong cheeseburgers. Merong Hokkien me. Meron lahat. Pero dito, Moses, dinala mo kami para patayin. Igutom ka lang. Bakit ngayon pumunta ka na nga agad? Napapatayin ka. Exaggerate. They begin to complain. 
Alam ko may makakilala kayong grumble ng grumble. Baka, baka tayo yun. Yet you know, after this, God is still merciful in supplying mana and quail. Ito yung una sabi ng unang grab food. Nagbigay ang Panginoon ng pagkain. Sabi dito, Exodus 16, Behold, I'm about to, to rain bread from heaven to you, and the people shall go out and gather a day's portion every day. In verse 5, On the sixth day they are to prepare what they bring in. It will be twice as much as they gathered. God is giving them clear instruction, clear instruction that God will what? Provide bread to them. In every day, they have to take what? Kailangan lang nila. But in the sixth day, they have to take double portion. Bakit? Because on the seventh day, they have to rest. Clear instruction yon. Pero tingnan mo, pinagagawa nila. Verse 20, But they did not listen to Moses. Some less left part of it till the morning and bread and, and it bred worms and stank. And Moses was angry with them. Sabi ng Diyos, kumuha kayo lang ang tama lang. Pero ang ginawa ng iba, more than what happened, naging uod. Simple instruction lang. Hindi pa marunong sumunod. Kaya, again, tabi mo sa tabi mo, ikaw ba yun? Simple instruction. Ikaw ba yun? Sabi nga wag umibig sa may asawa. Ikaw ba yun? Sabi nga wag magsinungaling. Simple instruction lang yun. And then what happened on the seventh day? Mayroon pa rin pa, pasaway. On the seventh day, some of the people went to gather, but they found none. Pasaway. Sabi pasaway. Sabi nga, sa sixth day, doble. Ngayon, mayroon pa rin naghanap. Ewan ko kung nai-receive nila yung text message. And God questioned them. He said, the Lord said to Moses, He said, How long will you refuse to keep my commandments and my laws? How long? They did not listen. They go instantly against the commandment of God. Or they have forgotten what God is saying. Oftentimes, when you forget things, we don't give reverence or respect what people are saying. You see the condition of the heart. And then there's another place that they were testing God. He said in Repidim. He says here, Location 3 in Exodus 17. And the congregation, the people of Israel, move on from the wilderness of sin and come at Repidim. But there was no water for the people to drink. Therefore, the people quarreled with Moses. Nang babag pa. Give us water to drink. And Moses said to them, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test the Lord? And he called the name of the place Masa and Mariva because of the quarreling of the people of Israel because they tested the Lord saying, Is the Lord among us or not? You see the progression? They grumbled and after that they, they, they disobey and now they are doubting God whether God is with them. They quarreled with their leaders. They demand, Gusto namin ang tubig. They even tested the Lord. And si Lord na sinasama pa sa problema. They question His presence. As we look at this scenario, we have observed a few things. It reveals the condition of man. Testing will show the level of our trust and obedience to the Lord. Testing will disclose how much we give reverence to His Word. Kung talagang sinusundan natin ang Kanyang salita, or Sunday lang ito. Testing will show and expose the motive of our hearts. Mas badaling sumunod sa Panginoon pag everything is fine, but when getting, things are getting tough, complain na agad. Expose the motive of our heart. Testing will lead us to complain and blame others. Look at how they were blaming Moses, they were blaming Aaron, they were even blaming God. Instead of seeing what God is doing in their life and in their hearts. Maybe God is using that situation to humble us. To teach us. You see, testing 
might even cause us to question, where is God? And we think that God, expect God to give us a smooth life. Or God should answer our request according to our wants. So testing reveals our condition. You know, I've, I found this beautiful quote. It says here, God's presence with the people does not mean our life is crisis-free. His presence doesn't mean that our life is crisis-free. Question, mga kapatid, when you are going to testing and trials, how do you respond? Paano ang labi natin? Do you grumble and complain? Ituro mo. Sige, ituro mo ngayon. Nagagrumble ba tayo? Do we find fault? Yang kasi, yung pastor na yan, yung leader na yan, kaya ako ganito-ganito ngayon, yung leader na yan, yan. Nilipat na ako sa kabilang care group kasi yung leader na yan. Do you complain? Do you find fault on others? Oftentimes, we deviate the issues. When God is dealing something in our hearts, ang gusto natin humanap ng sino ang scapegoat. But when the Lord deals with the heart, ask the Lord, Lord, refine me. Or are you a leader who grumble? Who likes to talk? You know, one part of a leader is ability not to grumble. Because Moses was influenced because of the grumbling of the people. I believe as a leader, you'll be able to come to the Lord and say, Trust God. Rather than grumbling and complaining, you're going to go to your knees and say, Lord, help me. Rather than kakalat mo pa yung issue. Leader A, kakalat mo kay leader B. Kay leader B, kakalat kay leader C. Kay leader C, kakalat kay ganino. Ipi-Facebook mo pa. There are a posture of how we should behave as leaders of God. When the Lord allows us to go to trials and testing, our response should be reflective. Coming to the Lord with an open heart. You see, oftentimes God, we say God is sovereign and God is control. When we are not in control, we complain like a what? Like a child na nagtatantrum. Nakakita na ba kayo ng bata nagtatantrum? Sino may alaga ng bata dito? Paano magtantrum ang bata? Nagwawala. Give me that water. Give me that water. I want to eat. I want to eat. Ewan ko saan ko natutunan ni Olivian. I want to eat. I want to eat. Give me that water. Paminsan mapupuno ka. You know how you know a person is maturing? The way they see God move in their life. That God is in control and they're at peace. I remember when I brought Levi's a vaccination. COVID. Maraming bata kasi age yun. And I told my son, don't worry, look at Papa. Look at Papa. Don't look at the nail. Ah, nail. Tama. Needle. <laughs> Maka-record to. Don't look at the nail. Wala. Pako yun ha. <laughs> But napasok sa utak yun, nail. Don't look at the needle. You know how? Of course, there's a lot of kids around him. Each time a, a kid younger than him will go in, they will cry. Aah! Hindi pa nga lumalapit yung needle. Umiiyak na. Aah! Iyak na iyak. Libay, calm down. I will treat you McDonald. Don't look, don't look. Buti magaling yung nurse. Magaling. Kinakausap biglang... But you know, a child will act in tantrum and when pain will come, when the needle will come, they will, ah, hindi pa nga po mapasok, iyak na iyak, mama, 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 no, 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 hindi pa nga. Pero ang isang matanda, gaganong-ganon, anong tingin mo dyan? Bonding yun. Yes, some people are afraid of needle. I know some. But pero yung ganun na exaggerated, Para mahihimatay na. Now, the adult understand the importance of this. But a child might not. 
Many of us, when testing and trial will come like a child. Darating pa lang, Pero pag nagmamature ka sa Panginoon, you know that this, this vaccine or what the Lord is allowing you to experience have a purpose, a greater purpose for your faith in your walk with the Lord. A maturing believer will have a different perspective. You know God is in control. He will not panic. Yes, there's a, initially you'll panic. But you will go back to that compass and see that God is there with you. And He has a purpose. James chapter 1 says, He says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And steadfastness have its full effect that you may perfect and complete nothing. Lack in nothing. A person who is maturing in the Lord will able to see problems in a different lenses because he see that God is moving in those moments, ruining his life, changing his life, so that he will live, live a life that will please the Lord. Therefore, remember, when God brings you a testing situation, pause, don't react, pray, and remember God is in control and he has a purpose. First, testing may expose our actual condition but we thank God that God will never leave us alone. He is with us in displaying His mercy and unfailing love. It leads us to the second point. Our testing, God's testing, reveals His God's mercy. He reveals His mercy. Despite of the Israelite hardly passing the test, God still responded with mercy. In the first location, what did God do? He says here, He turned the bitter water to sweet, to mamis. And then what? They led them to a place called Ilim, where there were 12 springs of water and plenty palm trees. Nawala ang uhaw nila. Sinong gumawa niya? Ang Panginoon nag-led sa kanya. Sa kanila. And the wilderness of sin, chapter 16, what did God do? Despite of their disbelief, even blaming God, God still provided and revealed Himself in Exodus 16.12. He says, I've heard your grumbling of the people of Israel. Say to them, at twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall be filled with bread. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God. In verse 12, I heard your grumbling. Kakain kayo ng meat, in the morning you will filled with bread. Who among you are always hungry? Me? You know, one thing I, I was preparing is I remember an event in my life. When I was young, McDonald's ang Jollibee pag my birthday lang. Sa Pilipinas. At this one point of my life na gusto ko talagang bumili, Pero hindi makabili sa SM Makati yun. May, Jol- may Jollibee doon. I was age three. Gusto ko yung water gun eh. Yung may tubig, tas may itim. Alam mo yun. Tas mawawala. The only time my fa- parents would bring me to Jollibee is what? Mataasang grades. Birthday ni mama, ni papa. Yun lang. Pero dito... Every time, Jollibee. Yung nagka-COVID kami, I thank God for people who, who care and shared. Because God reminded me this few days ago that I should be grateful. You know, people, when, when our family had COVID, people sent food. Mga, and I thank God. But this one time, Sunday, Jollibee, bakit? Monday, Jollibee, bakit? Tuesday, Jollibee, bakit? Nandun pa iba, nasa refrigerator. I was reminded of how God provided, even though I am not worthy. How many of us can say today that we are here because of our strength or because, or because of God's mercy and love? 
Many times we're unlovable, but yet the Lord still bless us anyway. Kaya ina-receive namin yung, ano na yun, yung Jollibee. Ewoks Jollibee, kaya mo ba ba? Sige, riff mo na yan. And we thank God. The Israelites were blessed. Even though they complain, God still bring them what? Quail? They bring them bread from heaven? And you know what? Exodus 16.35, it says that the people of Israel ate manna for 40 years. They don't need to work. While they travel, God provided, God provided, God provided. God has provided. The reason why we are here, God has provided. Amen. In their testing, God showed His unfailing love. And, and then in the next chapter, in Repidim, it says here, Behold, I stand before you, there's the rock of Horeb, and you shall strike the rock, and water shall come out of it, and the people will drink. They complain, yet the Lord responded. Despite of their constant complaining and grumbling and disobedience, God never gave up on them. He continued to show His mercy. He continued to show His love towards His people. He was merciful enough to provide. He was so merciful enough to give them second chance. He was so merciful enough to teach and to guide. He was merciful enough to rebuild Himself to them. And many times, we are like the Israelites. Sometimes we don't trust Him. Sometimes we question His plans. Yet out of God's love and mercy, He's continually guiding us, providing, and importantly, continually purifying our heart to change us. Kahit pasaway, yet the Lord still changes our heart. Changing us. In Psalm 66, verse 10, he said, For you, O Lord, have tested us. You have tried us as silver, as tried. Job 23.10, he says here, But he knows the way I take. When he tried me, I shall come out as gold. And this is the promise of God in Ezekiel 36.26. He says here, I will give you a new heart. A new spirit I will put in you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Binabago tayo ng Panginoon kahit antigas-tigas ng ating puso, kahit antigas-tigas ng ating puso. Mabuti ang Diyos. Amen? I, I found this quote by F.B. Mayer. He says, Satan tempts us that he may bring out the evil that is in our heart, but God tests us that he may bring out all the good. Tells us so that our that good was that closer to him, loving him, trusting him. Firstly, God testing exposes our condition. Second, God's testing reveal God's mercy. Lastly, God's testing will turn into a testimony. Not only we experience God's mercy, but He uses our testing in our life to be a testimony of His power, of His mercy in grace to bring Him glory. Before Moses in Israelite would enter Mount Sinai, Moses met his father-in-law, si Jethro. It was a moment when Moses shared his experience with the Lord. Kinausap yung father-in-law, and sabi niya dito, he says in chapter 18, Then Moses told his father-in-law that the Lord had done to Pharaoh and to the Egyptians for Israel's sake. All the hardship have come up upon them in the way and how the Lord had delivered them. In verse 9, it says, And Jethro rejoiced for all the good that the Lord has done to Israel. Jethro is not an Israelite. He's a pagan person, yet he rejoiced in that he had delivered them out of the hand of the Egyptian. In next verse, verse 10, Jethro said, Bless the Lord who has delivered you out of the hand of Egyptian and out of the hand of Pharaoh and has delivered the people from under the hand of the Egyptians. Verse 11, Now I know the Lord is greater than all gods because of this affair they have dealt arrogantly with the people. In verse 12, look at Jethro did. Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, brought a burnt offering and sacrifice to God. He's a pagan person. But when he heard the testimony 
of Moses, he rejoiced, he acknowledged that God is the true God, and he worshipped. The trial and deliverance of Moses' experience that he shared to Jethro brought rejoicing and worship. And similar sa ating mga buhay, God uses our lives. When we go to testing and when we overcome it, He allows our story to bring glory to His name. I read a few days ago, I spoke to a pastor and this pastor was sharing his challenges at church. He said that they, the church is planning to have a rebuilding project. Gigibain nila yung building nila, yung current building nila, tatayo. So tinanong niya, ayan ba sa inyo o hindi? Sabi si Lord is telling them to do it. As they pray as pastors and elders and board, they will pray. And God is instructing them to really rebuild the church. Pero wala silang kwarta. Awanan. Awanan. They have no money for renovation. And they, the amount that they have needed is 10 million. 10 million. So they are afraid. They don't know, but they have to obey. And as they pursue and pray and obey God, you know what happened? Somebody came and knocked into the, house, the, the church and said, give them some money. Hindi lahat, pero nagbigay. And then they were applying for the SLA, yung authority dito. Before you do anything, a structure, you have to apply sa SLA. They couldn't find a document that for, for about 20 years ago. They were looking for that document. And suddenly one day, there's a lot of bunch of documents sa labas ng church. Sabi na, anong mga dokumento? Tinignan nila, lumating lang bigla. Tinignan nila yung document, nandun yung document na hinahanap. When I heard that, sabi ko, wow. God works in miraculous way. Ngayon, after three years, I don't know where we're gonna stay. Ready, ready ba tayo? Sabihin ko sa inyo. May grant tayo dito. Tagatagalog ko na lang. Many of us, Tagalog nga eh. Hindi tayo dito nagtatagal. At sabi ko sa prayer ko one time, Lord, hindi kami kayama, mayaman dito. Kami ay nagtatrabaho lang. Some of us are domestic helper, engineer. Some of us are this and that. Lord, pakita niyo yung power ninyo. Lord, is it your desire, Lord, na bigyan niyo kami ng lugar na kami doon ay sasabihin natin ito ay dahil sa Diyos? Sa tabi dyan, 13 million. Sinabi ko na before, 13 million. Sam, ilang ba pera natin? <laughs> but you know, my prayer is this. Kahit tayo ay migrant, I know God can do mighty work. And when God will do mighty work, what we will declare is His name, not about us, not about what we've done, but what God will do. When I was hearing this pastor sharing, I said, you know, Lord, if you can do that in this church, I know you can do it in Living Word Fellowship. Yun sa babang church, kausap ko, yung GK something, yung GK 11, sa tapat ng kainan, yung palagi yung kinakainan sa tapat. It's a church. They were able to buy three units. But how much was the bank account? The pastor told me. He said they only have 33,000. But God provided. And I believe church, when God will put us in testing and trial, what we're going to do is not look to me, not look at the board, but all of us look upon God and said, Lord, show your power and your might. Another story. A worship leader of mine. Nagtatrabaho, and there's some restructuring in the church. And he was threatened by his employer to, to reject his past. And uh, all those things that happening, he was praying, and despite of the trial he's facing, he's continued on worship leading, and worship leading, and worship leading. And the Lord make a way. 
And it's God's testimony. He did not react to his employer. He did not do anything harsh. But he trusted God. And while he's going through the tough time, he served God. The Lord worked mightily. You know, let me read this quote. Only God can turn a mess into a message. A test into a testimony. A trial in a triumph. A victim into a victory. God is good all the time. As I conclude, as I call upon the worship theme, the testing exposes our condition. It reveals where we are at. And we should not be afraid. We should not panic and calmly say, Lord, what are you doing in my life? Bakit niyo pinapadaan ako dito sa kahirapan na ito? Testing reveal God's mercy. He allows us to experience His unfailing love despite many times we fail. Testing can be used to bring Him glory. Before I end, I would like to share a few testimony. There's one sister in our church. I asked permission. She was bankrupt. And then she moved to Singapore to work. And she was working and was able to do some repayment. I think before COVID struck, she was asked to, to leave. And for seven months, she had no job. Seven months. Wala siyang trabaho. And her past has left. She had to return back to the Philippines. Waiting for a job. Seven months. He trusted God. He depend on Him. And I asked that sister, what were you feeling? When you're going through those tough times. He said, he just, she just prayed. This is what she said. For seven months, I got tired of waiting for my entry permit. So I turned to God. I focus on God's word. I listen to worship song. I never go out my, with my friends. I just focus on God. And I found peace. Peace which transcends all understanding. I found fulfillment in waking up early and praying together with our brethren. I found contentment in God. Then I realized that God is enough. The Israelites were journeying in the wilderness because Egypt is still in their heart. And God has to bring them through so that that Egypt in them will be removed and that God will be more than enough. And I asked her, did you struggle to trust God at first? He said, never I struggle and trust in God because for my financial problem for 14 years, the Lord has restored me completely. And this is what she said. Every moment in my life is not because of me. It's not about me. My life is about God's grace. And she said this. No one can snatch away God's children away from Him. Waited for many months for a job. And another sister, I asked for permission. She said, she left her child back to Pilipinas and the child became rebellious. Walang nanay, walang tatay, naiwan. Ba- dahil nagtatrabaho sa Singapore. Naging bitter ang anak. Naging rebellious sa kanya. And when they were going around high school, nakapabarkada yung anak. Naging sakit ng puso ng nanay. Nagtatrabaho dito at sumusuporta yung inak niya, pero yung anak niya rebelde. Nahuli ng pulis, nainom, may barkada, and so on. As nanay, masakit yun, right? And what she can do, she said she can only do is this, to pray. Wala, wala, wala. The time when she was young, surely wala pang Facebook, Facebook noon. But now it's rippling the result of what's of lacking a mother's present. But she said she prayed and trusted God. That God will bring restoration in their relationship. And you know, today they are best friends. They are in relate, they are close now. The Lord restore. Some of you are going to the same experience. You don't know what to do. 
that trial and testing, you don't know what to do, what can you do? But to cry out to the Lord and say, Lord, you are my restorer. There's so much more testimony that we can say. But you know what, church? When testing comes, just open your heart and say, Lord, change me. Have your way in my life. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this morning that you have brought us here. Some of us might be going through tough times, Lord, testing in trials. But I pray, Lord, that, uh, that it will not be a waste. Change your eyes and change our minds. That may we understand your purpose while you're allowing us to go through those moments. That you're pruning us and changing us. That you're making more us more like you. Lord, each time we fail, remind us of your unfailing love and your mercy. This new every morning that we can run to you and trust you. And our Lord, as we become victorious with all the aspects of our life, even Lord, in the season of trial we face, I pray that our lips and our heart will glorify you that our testing will be a testimony of your glory and honor in our lives salamat panginoon hallelujah hallelujah as the worship team will lead us to this song let's just come to the lord in surrender surrendering this new year to god trusting him worshiping him in our run in our
second month, Lord. We might go to trial and testing. But remind us na kayo po ay hindi nagbabago. That you are the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. That your love is unfailing. Your love is true. That you are so merciful despite, Lord, many times we fail you. Thank you, Lord. If we're gonna go through testing, you know, Lord, your purpose is always good. So that we, our life, our motives, our heart will be purified and our life will be set apart for you. Panginoon, let this church arise knowing, Lord, that it is you that will journey with us even, Lord, we go to trials. Testing in this life. That you will never leave us, nor forsake us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just raise a hand and receive the benediction. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly that all that we ask or take according to the power at work within us. To Him be glory in the church in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Lord, prepare us as we face this brand new week. Be with us, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. Praise God. Thank you for joining us in our worship service.